1: real estate coaching radio we are your host tim and julie harris and we are broadcasting live as always from lovely austin texas um we'd like to thank all of you for the great feedback on the radio shows the past couple of days and remind you that anytime you have any suggestions whatsoever about topics comments concerns about the radio show you can always email julie and i directly And julie's email address is julie at tim and julie harris and mine is tim at tim and julie harris those emails don't go to our assistants. They go directly to us, and we will um, always respond. And we love it when you guys are giving us feedback about suggested show topics. And also, we are always looking for great folks to interview for the radio. We, uh, As long-time listeners know, that's a big part of the radio show, probably a good half of all the radio shows we do are interviews from you know industry leaders, top-producing agents, folks that are making a difference in the uh, real estate industry. So make sure that you go back and listen to past uh, radio shows as, uh, as well as all those great interviews, and they're all living on realestatecoachingradio.com, realestatecoachingradio.com. And uh, to all of our friends over on Inman, um, a lot of the radio shows, or really all the radio shows for almost the past two years, are on Inman as well. So you can go and listen to all of them there. Um, Julie, welcome to today's radio show.
2: Thank you. Great to be here. Looking forward to the show. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. So um, this is our favorite time of the year, in case you haven't been listening the past couple of days and we haven't made that really clear, just because it is an opportunity uh, for you to right the wrongs of last year and enhance all of the great things that you did well. And so what the topic of today's radio show is, Miss Julie?
2: Topic of today's radio show is how to nail your New Year's resolutions.
1: Kind of rhymes there. I appreciate the title, Julie. It's pretty clever. I appreciate that. <laughs> trying. T- mm-hmm. I can tell you were trying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. So, um, Julie, before we get to today's topic, uh, and I know you weren't prepared for this question, but is there anything, mm-hmm. like, you were on the phone, I, I've heard you in your office today, you were coaching the coaches, I also heard you were yes. on the phone with some of your private clients, are there anything, mm-hmm. is there anything that you're, any vibes you're picking up on, any sort of interesting little things in the wind that you're hearing that you mm-hmm. think might benefit all of our listeners?
2: Yeah, you know, what's interesting is we have, of course, a mixture of how people are approaching the new year, and we have lots of people who are super hyper-motivated, you know, setting the world on fire, their door-knocking expireds, they're calling their past clients, they're doing all the things they said they were going to do, and that's fantastic, and they're already getting results. Then we have another batch of clients that feel like they're a little bit behind still getting into the year. A lot of them had either traveled during the holidays, they had relatives over, they were sick, they had things happening with their kids. And they just feel a little bit off right now. So our coaching to them from us personally and, of course, through our great coaches is to, first of all, take a breath, give yourself a break. And we have them write down their list of personal to-dos and their list of business to-dos. And then next to that, they write down how long each of those things should take. Because the thing is, if you feel behind, all of a sudden your mindset becomes, oh, my gosh, it's going to take me like a month to get caught up. When, in fact, if you write down all of these things – Like, you know, a lot of people are dealing with health insurance changes and they feel like they're off on that and it's going to take a week to sort it out. And, you know, when those companies put you on hold, it certainly feels like a week. But probably you can get it resolved this afternoon if you just write down that you're going to give it two hours and you're going to do it till it's done. Same thing on business stuff. A lot of people have uh, needed to update their past client databases, get all those closings entered in. Write down how long you'll commit to that, and you'll find that you're really probably not that far behind and then we give them permission to have their own special personalized New Year's Day. If that means that that's going to be in two weeks and you're going to declare your new year in two weeks when you feel like you're ready to take the world on, then fine.
1: Less than two weeks is better.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Let's ahead.
1: frame that, though, right? Let's frame that so we sure. understand. So you're talking about basically maybe psychologically starting your fiscal year, your financial yeah. year, your business year, maybe starting that. Like, exactly, if you're getting a slow start opposed to beating yourself up and feeling like, well, you're, like you're not going to catch up. In other words, if you're having a mindset issue right now and feeling overwhelmed, Julie's advice there is fantastic. So maybe you make your official first start, first day of the year the 15th you know, or maybe the 30th, or you guys get the idea, and then you kind of run your goals not from calendar year to calendar year, but you run your your goals from, say, the 15th of January 2016 through the uh, 15th of January 2017. The bottom line is, and I really, you know, she's she's hitting the nail on the head with what she's saying, a lot of you guys are feeling overwhelmed. You are feeling behind the ball. You're not knowing where to start. Remember, guys, the best and easiest solution to clearing your head and getting your, frankly, your business going in the right direction is to have a business plan. We've already done it for you. It's a fill-in-the-blank kind of thing. It's so straightforward and easy. You know, Julie, I was on the call, our coaching call yesterday with one of our great clients, and this is somebody that's very successful, makes a ton of money, and he does that business plan every single year and said, basically, it always clears, you know, everyone feels overwhelmed at the beginning of the year. It's normal, especially when you're self-employed, especially, you know, the fact that we're, you know, you guys are, it's commission sales and you're transactional income. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. It's normal for you to feel overwhelmed. And the easiest and, you know, frankly, the simplest way to clear your head is, remember, you've done it in the past, you'll do it again, um, In the, best predetermine of whether someone's going to continue to be successful by the way guys this is true is if they've been successful in the past if you are successful and let's just say you had earned more money than you'd ever had in one year like 10 years ago chances are you can do it again Uh, and if you've had a great year last year chances are you'll do it again because psychologically you've already proven to yourself that you can earn a certain amount of money well so just remember that. you, If you've done it in the past, you can do it again. If you've never done it before, well, you can do it. And, uh, again, just follow in the footsteps of others. That's what coaching is all about. But getting back to your business plan, when you guys request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, we give you two free books. And this time of year, it's absolutely critical that you have a business plan. And one of the books is called The Real Estate Treasure Map. And the Real Estate Treasure Map, it's not a big book, but essentially it's walking you through creating – it's like in essence if Julie and I were personally coaching you to complete your Real Estate Treasure Map. That's really what it is. We're walking you through how to go about answering the questions, how to, about, how to go about filling in your your business plan, and it's free – So all you gotta do is request a free coaching call, and the other thing we give you is a copy of the rather large book Think and Grow Rich. And yes, this is the same book that uh, Napoleon Hill published all those years ago, but we've updated it specifically for real estate agents, and it included a lot of information that's designed to help you guys move your businesses forward. So you get both those books for free, just by getting a free coaching call, Um, and you can do that by going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So Julie, New Year's resolutions. Um, you know, you and I—if we're being honest—we don't set New Year's resolutions, do we? I mean, you and I always just basically uh, follow our own real estate treasure map and, mm-hmm. and create a business plan and our goals around the five categories of life. So, New Year's. So, what's the difference between a resolution and a goal, really?
2: Well, resolutions should become your goals because a goal—and that's what we're doing today on uh, today's show—is showing them how to turn a resolution, which is really, if we're being honest, really more like a dream you know here it would be great if i lost weight you know this is the year i'm going to save more money well those are all great thoughts they're great dreams they're great resolutions i am resolved to save more money okay great how are you going to do it so that's the difference between people who actually achieve those things and people who fall into the larger percent you know only eight percent here's a fact lots of reports when i was preparing uh the show I did some research on this and everybody was in agreement that only 8% of us actually achieve our New Year's resolutions. Reasons found are, number one, the resolution was made but there was no plan in place to implement it. That was the number one reason people didn't actually achieve their resolutions. Second thing, too many resolutions, hard to focus on so many things. So we're going to help you actually achieve and turn your resolutions into goals and then of course into reality. So, and, and, you know, Timmy, you were talking about um, Think and Grow Rich, right? So how many people have read that book, maybe even read that three or four times, but then it's like, how am I supposed to implement these thoughts? What do I do? So that's why we did Think and Grow Rich for real estate agents. What are you supposed to do about all those great thoughts? It's the implementation that people fall short on, and we're here to make that easier, quicker, less painful to you and still achieve what you want to achieve. My long answer to your short question.
1: No, it's great. So let's define what the let's define really what a goal is, right? So guys, write this down in your notes. A goal is a dream with an action plan. And a goal must uh, be measurable, specific, and reviewed regularly. And Julie, I don't think I'm stepping on any of your points, am I? Nope, nope, I'm not.
2: Nope, you're good.
1: So so a goal is a dream with an action plan and a goal must be measurable, specific, and reviewed regularly. Now what does that specifically mean? Okay? Let's really think about this. This is important, guys. Pay attention. It's not good enough just to write down, like let's say you're you're evolved enough, to you know that there's five categories of life, and those are the goals that generally speaking, or those are the categories that generally speaking all of us should be striving for, um, you know, setting goals under, there's family, there's spiritual, there's physical, there's financial, uh, and there's educational, right? So those are all the different categories. Now, if you're uh, setting a specific, you know, we always use physical goals as an example because it's easier for everybody to understand, Um, Going back to what Jules said, let's say if you're, like, I have a goal of, you know, let's say your goal is to lose 20 pounds, right? So if you just say I'm going to lose 20 pounds, I can pretty much guarantee you it won't happen. But if you say you're going to lose 20 pounds, and then here's what you write down. And and we always, you know, all of our coaching clients, you guys will learn this when you get the book, uh, you should always use a dry erase board to write all this down, and then you should always post it in the most obvious place in your house, or your office, wherever you work. And your dry erase board can't be one of those little pathetic ones. It's got to be the big monster ones that, you know, (laughs) exactly, that dominate the room, okay? So you're going to lose 20 pounds. So a goal is a dream with an action plan. A goal must be measurable, specific, and reviewed regularly. Remember that. So you're going to lose 20 pounds. Then you need to choose a date and what you're going to have the goal accomplished by. Uh Uh-oh, now it's getting serious, okay? So let's say you're going to lose 20 pounds, and let's say you're going to do it by... Uh, I don't know. You pick a date, June fifteenth. Okay, there it is. Done by June fifteenth. Now, what is the action plan? Then you're gonna, you know, not give yourself a whole lot of time, but you're gonna, you're gonna create an action plan. Maybe you're gonna hire a trainer. Maybe you're gonna go on a low carb diet, which, by the way, works. Maybe you're going to um, combine a low carb diet with an hour of exercise every day, you know, that'll get you to your goal a lot quicker than uh, six months, by the way. So moral of the story here is you have to have a goal as a dream with an action plan, goals must be measurable, specific, and reviewed regularly. So if you pick a date, you pick how you're going to do it, you know, you state the goal, you state when it's going to be accomplished by, and then you create the mini action plan around accomplishing that goal, that's how you actually will accomplish it versus just saying you're going to lose 20 pounds. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. So if you have like a financial goal, let's say your financial goal is to I don't know. I'll I'll pick something kind of fun that's easy for everyone to understand. Let's say you have a financial goal of paying off your house. And by the way, that should be everybody's goal. You know, have a have basically a debt-free life should be something that all of you are striving for. There is no smart debt, bad debt. They're all it's all dumb debt. Anytime you have debt is just dumb. Um just accept that it's true. Um Again, if you want a free coaching call so we can discuss that, go right ahead and request one at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So let's assume your goal is to have no mortgage. Um, How are you going to accomplish it? Well, you know, depending on the size of the mortgage, it could take a year or two, five. But if you don't have a specific plan how you're going to accomplish it, then you won't get it done. If you want to have a vacation, all of you have an idea in your mind what a dream vacation would be. And let's just say your dream vacation is taking your family on, I don't know, Julie, what do you think, a Disney cruise, let's say.
0: Let's say a Disney
1: cruise where, where you're going to be in a nice room, where you're going to just do it right. And let's say you have a family of you know, five, you have three kids, and that's going to say cost, I don't know, 15 grand. I have no idea, but let's just say 15 grand. So there's a goal, there's the amount of money you need to earn, and then what you're going to want to do, if we are coaching you, is we'd say, okay, let's go to the Disney Cruise Line website, and let's pick actually what cruise you're going to be going on in what month. And then you're going to start getting nervous and you're going to act like your fingers don't work and you're going to act like you can't find the website. <laughs> then finally you're going to do it. And then you're going to choose the cruise, let's say, that's happening in December of next year. Okay, perfect. So there's a cruise happening December of next year. There's the date. We know how much it's going to cost, fifteen grand. And then what you do with the mini action plan is knowing that you have to save fifteen grand is you're we are going to create a financial plan around accomplishing that specific goal. Maybe it's going to be like, you know, uh, every month you're going to set aside $5,000 or $3,000 or 1000 whatever, to earn the specific amount of money that you have to by the time that the date rolls around so you're paying cash. This is how your financial life works. If You know, it's normal uh, throughout a year to have challenges. It just is. It could be financial. It could be, you know, familial. It could be health. It could be all of those things. The one thing that you can't allow to happen, and this is in your control because those things generally aren't, the one thing that you can't allow to happen is compound compound those normal, you know, life challenges with financial challenges. If you're having some kind of issue um, with your health and you're broke, that's really going to suck versus just being able to have, uh, you know, the health issue, which you can work your way through. So. The financial thing is the one – that's the reason that so many people focus so much effort on finances because at the end of the day, you know, they can accomplish the finances because you can set specific goals around it, whereas the other things they don't feel is in control. So you are in control now, um, and get your business plan done. Have a specific plan so that you can actually get a lot of things accomplished this year. Remember what we talked about on the radio yesterday, when you're shooting the arrow down the field, you aim above, you aim below, you aim under. And obviously you want to aim above the target, that way by the time the arrow reaches the target, it hits bullseye. That is what your goal is, to hit bullseye. Uh, so take this seriously, be enthusiastic, be excited, Be—you know absolutely positively. Uh, count your blessings and and be appreciative of where you are the incredible opportunity that this year is going to be for you and obviously you know frankly this life this industry uh being able to talk with all of you guys right now and hopefully you feel the same way about us is a blessing so you know don't take it for granted and uh, make the most of it so Julie you have four or rather five really great points so why don't you jump right in
2: Okay, great. So again, our topic that we've been discussing here is how to nail your New Year's resolutions, how to actually make it happen. So this is based on our most common resolutions that we hear from all of you guys, our coaching clients, future clients, our radio listeners. And our goal is to help you to be part of that 8% who actually achieve or exceed their resolutions. So here, based on what you're telling us are your most common resolutions are, let's say you've decided to, number one, here's a big one, actually talk to your past clients more than once a decade or so, right? How many times have we heard that, Tim? I mean, when we did the top 100 in real estate a couple of years ago, the most common thing that these grizzled veterans said that they would have changed, they would have talked to their past clients more frequently, more consistently, instead of waiting until they possibly one day might feel like it. So again, this is the number one thing uh, that you guys tell us. So how do you actually do it? Well, let's break it down into simple steps. Remember. A goal, or or what used to be your resolution, now it's a goal. It's measurable, specific, time-dependent, written down. It has simple steps to implement. First, you're going to decide on a database and use only that database starting now. Don't use five different things that you only kind of know how to work. Next, update your database. Take no more than one week to do it. Some of you guys have been saying you're going to do that for the past year, two years, three years. It shouldn't take the rest of your life to update it. From that point on, give yourself one week. From that point on, you're simply going to update it as you have closings. Remember to adopt the other side of the transaction. Next, you're going to decide how you'll be communicating with your past clients. We recommend BombBomb videos for their personalized touch. That's you on video. They have a high open rate. They have an efficiency of speaking with multiple people at once. You can rerecord. You can control the message that gets across. Now, that requires that you have email addresses in your database might be a good excuse to be calling your database to get their email address. Nothing beats the personal call. So here's how you handle that, so that you won't be overwhelmed and end up not doing it. You're going to take the total number of people in your database, right? So let's say after you've cleaned it up and you've deleted people that you don't want to talk to or they moved away or what have you, and you've added the adopted clients, let's say that you've got a really clean list of 250 names, addresses, and mostly email addresses, but we're going to fill those in. But your number is 250. Well, if you look at any given month, you've got 20 real work days if you throw out the weekends. So we're going to start by dividing 250 clients by 20 work days. And we're going to see what we get. Well, that's 12 and a half calls. Most of you who are doing your business and you're busy and you've got things going on, expecting you to actually have 12 and a half conversations, that's probably unrealistic depending on the size of your list. If it was 100 and you only had to do six calls, you know, you might be able to do that. So let's look at every 60 days, 250 divided by 40 work days. Okay, so that's 250 divided by 40. We get six calls a day. That's more realistic. And if you wanted to be able to go through your entire database of 250 people every 90 days, which is more than most of you are doing now, then we divide it by 60 work days. And then you only have to make four real conversations a day to get through your entire database of 250 people every single quarter. How much more business would you have if you did just this at the highest level? Am I breaking it down far enough, Tim, to make it? Bite-sized pieces to actually implement.
1: You're, in my, you're also reminding me that we did a interview with the owners of BombBomb Bomb, uh, Radio, or I'm sorry, Bomb, Bomb Video mm-hmm. last year, and you guys can go to realestatecoachingradio.com to listen to that. And we did several other topics, or several other radio shows, where the topic was um, also focused specifically on centers of influence and past clients. I think we probably realistically, there's probably about. 10 hours worth of radio show stuff you guys can re-listen to, a real estate coaching radio to uh, learn more about how to specifically go after your centers of influence and past clients. Um, The biggest issue that all of you guys have is how you perceive, they'll perceive you when you actually call them. And that's just a function of learning scripts and learning what to say and, frankly, setting aside your ego. Um, You guys will find that once you start following a system where you're talking about things that you know they're going to want to hear, not only will they be wanting your phone call, but you'll be enthusiastic about speaking with them, and then your mindset about working your centers of influence and past clients will totally change. Uh, There's another widget, Julie. Do you talk about, um, you don't, happygrasshopper.com, right? That's the other thing that maybe Uh, they want to consider uh, looking into. Yeah, so happygrasshopper.com. Yeah, absolutely. Those are both
2: great, and they're inexpensive, too. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so we've also had Dan on the radio show, too. Uh, Listen to the radio show. There's a link for um, BombBomb. in the radio show and there's a link in coaching clients. It's on the website. So you guys don't have to go searching for it and just click that link. Because in both cases, if you click the link, I think they give you like the, a month free or there's some kind of incentive where you pay less if you're coming through the link that we uh, set up. Um, so just remember, take advantage of that. You can save a little bit of money. So uh, uh, happygrasshopper.com. Dan, I know we had him on the radio. That was I I think that's just a really phenomenal, great um, service that they provide for very – very little money and the same goes with the bomb bomb check both of them out and uh, consider putting them in place but remember guys those things just enhance you picking up the phone so don't forget that uh, in right. some markets where the average sale price is high enough uh, your av- your centers of influence and in past clients can literally you know make you rich if you work it if you are willing to set aside your ego, remember that your highest and best purpose on this planet, especially in this industry, is being of service to others. And if you approach your work, if you approach your phone calls with the mindset that you're going to be there to help people, like that's your most dominant thought. My next call is going to be this this past client-centered influence person. Here's what I'm going to talk about. My sincerest interest is in helping this person solve a specific problem or giving them information of value that will make their lives better. Then all of a sudden the stress and the ego – Uh, Goes away, and you're really realizing that you're in tune with what your true intention is, which is being of service to other people. Jules, what's the next point?
2: Perfect. So the next point is point number two. So you've decided to, here's a resolution, actually follow up on all of your leads with urgency. Another very common thing that we hear, and that the coaches are encouraging. Clients that if we don't hear this, this should be one of your resolutions, right? So actually follow up on all of your leads with urgency. Urgency means now. It doesn't matter what type of lead it is. As, long as, as, as soon as they're a lead, you find them, you follow up. Don't have different rules for different types of leads. Some of you guys have these elaborate plans where, you know, if it was an email lead because they emailed you, you feel like you can't call them, right? Or they texted you, so you've got to text them back. Just call everybody. Make the connection as soon as humanly possible. That's what urgency means. So stop having different rules with different types of leads. My suggestion, of course, use one 800 home for both lead capture, tracking, and efficiency, especially those of you who have listing inventory. If you're not using 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE, you are losing business because you're not using it. So actually yeah. follow up on all of your leads. This is actually a fairly easy thing to implement when you standardize your approach. Anything that presents itself as a lead, voicemail, email, sign call, internet lead, referral, I don't care who they are, if you're calling them a lead, you need to be on top of it as soon as possible because if you're not, someone else is. Okay. We have calls with oh, our top Julie. producers all the time. They go on vacation. They thought they had a lead when they came back. Somebody else was on it faster. It's all gone. Go ahead. Well, let's let's
1: drill down on that though. So, why are agents hesitant to call people back? And this is the bottom line because you guys don't want to waste your time, or your time is biz- as being, you know, you want to do something else. I get it, and you also are frustrated because a lot of the folks call you that you call back, you know, they're just not that motivated, they're not that qualified. I get it. that's the reason that you rationalize not doing furiously fast lead follow up. You know, furiously fast lead follow up is one of our little things here. You know, the things that we say that you guys gotta just accept. So here's a little secret. When you're calling any kind of lead back, and generally most most leads will come to you as buyers, right? So always use our script. And the script, and this is just a quick overview. Uh, basically, if you're calling them back from 800-HOME hotline, you're calling them back, right? So hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when folks call our 800 number, we like them a quick call back, see if they have any questions about the home they called about. Now, remember, you're calling them back because your system caller ID'd them. Even if they call from a cell phone, even if they call from a blocked number, you're still going to get the number. You're going to call them back, and you're calling them back right away. So if they're parked in front of your sign, their reaction is going to be, holy tamale, this person's really on top of it. And they're calling me back right away. That's perfect. Um so then there, sometimes they're going to be a little surprised. Oh, wow, you're calling me back right away and said, yes, I, we always like to do a great job for our sellers and making sure we're following up with all potential buyers right away. Uh, what questions do you have for the house uh, about the house? Then they might ask if it's still available. They might ask the current price. They'll ask something. And here's what you say next. You know what? That's a great property. Let me check on that one to make sure there haven't been any changes in the status of the property. By the way, you guys ready for this? You paying attention? Are you listening? By the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? You got to ask that question like right on top of the call. Now, some of you guys are in the habit of you know trying to get their names out of them. You've already got their phone numbers if they're calling three hundred Home Hotline, and because the service will call or ID them, you might also have their phone or their name as well. So you know you've captured their information. You're you're now speaking to you know someone. You're calling them right back. You know they're interested in the property. Now you're asking, oh by the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? And here's what you'll, the reaction will be. They'll be like. You'll hear a pause because <laughs> if we're expecting you to ask that question, they'll go like, uh, uh, and then they'll tell you, well, you know what? We are down the street. Uh, you know, Our house is about to expire. Or you know, we are thinking about putting our house for sale in the spring or whatever they're going to say. And that is a listing lead. So as a rule, depending, again, on the price range, you're going to find 50% of all the buyers, when you put a house for sale, 50% of all uh, buyer calls are actually sellers checking price. Now, if you don't have listings, you are at a disadvantage and you have to embrace the fact that you have to become a listing agent. That's primarily what we focus on as part of our coaching program is teaching you guys to break the bond of being buyer's agents and focus on being listing agents. Nothing wrong with buyers except there's no leverage working with buyers. When you have listings, you have leverage. Um, and all of you know this, and if not, I just told you, so now you do. When it comes to following up with leads, the key thing is to call them back, as Julie said, Immediately treating them as if they were potential sellers, and then going through all the normal questions that we use on our scripts. And, again, coaching clients, make sure you're following the scripts. Make sure, you know, we don't ask you to necessarily memorize the scripts, but we want you to internalize the scripts and we want you to personalize the scripts. In other words, say the scripts in such a way that you feel comfortable using your words, using your style, because that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you special, and we want to emphasize that. And we're not trying to teach you guys to be robots, so hopefully that all makes sense. And, and Julie's absolutely right. When you don't follow up with leads uh, immediately, you're in essence, you're leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table. Now, you can, you now leads come from, uh, they could come, some of you guys are still stuck in the quagmire of buying leads. I get that. From Zillow, from wherever else. When you're buying leads, if you're slow on calling them back, well, guess what? They're probably going to go to one of the ten other agents they're also selling those same leads to. When you're getting uh, doing an open house and you get people to sign in, when you're however you're getting the business, if you're not calling folks back right away, I assure you that you're leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table. Immediate lead follow up means a minute or less. Now here's another thing that people get stuck in the mud about agents. How often should I call a lead back until I can throw the lead away? And I know some of you guys have these elaborate, ridiculous programs and systems in place. You know, you call them back so many times and you put them in a database. Or some of you, even worse, Just stick them in some sort of long-term email follow-up thing. That's terrible. Here's your rule. If the person has a property to sell, here's your your lead follow-up rule. Write this down. Please remember this. If the seller, if it's a seller, has a property to sell, obviously, your lead follow-up rule is simple. You follow up with them until one of two things happen. They list with you or somebody else, or they file a restraining order against you. That's your lead follow-up rule for sellers. Please don't forget that. Again, most of your sellers are going to have properties to buy, so these are multiple transactions. Sellers have to be your focus, have to be a priority. Julie, are you still on? I am. Okay, so you had three other points. Let's just get to these tomorrow, cool?
2: Yep, you got it. We'll make it a two-parter.
1: Yep. So guys, listen, in the meantime, if you need us for anything, please ask for help. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you can wait another 30, 60, 90 days to start taking your business seriously. You know, actually, I was saying that I was imagining somebody listening to the show, this very show, in March and thinking, oh, crap, I wish I would listen to this in January. (laughs) Well, if you, right? right? I know that's exactly where my mind went, because you guys can listen to all of our radio shows and replay. But here's the bottom line. Right now, today, if you have not completed your real estate treasure map, your business plan, get that done. Get it free from, real, uh, from free coaching calls for um, And also, if you have any sort of questions, suggestions, ideas, tips, anything for us, always feel free to email Julie or I directly, Julie at com or tim at tim com. In the meantime, guys, please stay focused, please stay uh, drilled down, and remember that this business, your life, this opportunity is a blessing. Please think of it that way and if you have any mindset issues any challenges whatsoever always ask for help have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow
0: this program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris real estate coaching for more information on our real estate coaching and training programs visit our website at timandjulieharris.com remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows and until next time